Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me once again. Peace and welcome to your week ahead with Mama Daughter Astrology. I am your world healer, the dark and lovely astro-tarot goddess, and I'm just happy to be back um, and in the middle of the day again. I know y'all are getting used to the late night show, and I may resurrect it from time to time. It's a chill time of the day <clears throat> to broadcast. Everything's quiet, but uh, I, I wanted to come to y'all today uh, at the regular time just to say hello, check in. I do see you guys on the line listening, and I will go, definitely go ahead and uh, I see one of you with your hands raised and take that call first. I definitely don't want to go a step further without honoring, revering, remembering, respecting, give, paying homage where it is absolutely due to those who have come before us. Without them, we would not be here. Our divine righteous ancestors, thank you, thank you, thank you. And a special shout out to Brother Ampu. <laughs> um, shout out to Brother Ampu. Just much love, respect, and thanks um, for everything, for everything. I hope y'all have been uh, keeping up on YouTube, Hip Hop Astrology TV. Yours, uh, your very own Brother Ampu uh, has been just pumping them out, turning them out here uh, lately with the um, astrology of the stars, okay? So uh, from, <clears throat> from Earth Gotti to 50 Cent to Venus Williams to Emmett Hill, I mean, he's, he's really doing big things on that channel, so y'all stay connected um, to Hip Hop Astrology TV, myastrologycoach.com, and, of course, mamadataastrology.com. So, you know, this this week, today, today's show that covers you for your week ahead and beyond, really, we're going to get into uh, some things coming up in the season of Leo as well today. But I know up until last week, we had been really heavy talking about this Mars-Pluto energy and um, the full moon in Capricorn I don't know if y'all remember, but when I was giving y'all the heads up on even Cancer New Moon season that we're on the backside of now, I was mentioning that Mercury was in alignment with it. Mercury was right there with the sun at the new moon in Cancer. So that mercurial energy of communication, movement, travel is still with us along with this margin Pluto energy that colored our full moon in Capricorn, okay, that we're living through also simultaneously, okay? These aren't exclusive events. <clears throat> Sun in Cancer and full moon in Capricorn. The full moon in Capricorn season is within 
this Cancer New Moon season, okay? I'm mentioning that because these energies are very much so still in full effect, especially when you think about mercurial communication, what you hear, what you read, um, you know, messages. I told, I mentioned it last week. We get bombarded with messages from the time we open our eyes, okay? Commercials, advertisements, we're just inundated. How much of that, and it, it makes you think, how much of what you think is really your thought? How much of what you feel like you need to go consume and buy is really something your heart and soul really craves, needs, and wants versus something that's been embedded into you to want? I've been, even today, I've been around some, you know, people that got money. You know, and they don't spend, I promise you, they don't spend like people spend who think that's how people with money spend. People who spend like they think people with money spend, they just waste their money. They waste their money on whatever the latest song told them they need to buy. Uh, what was that old song? Uh, Apple Bottom Jeans Boots with the Fur. And every every other female you saw has some on. It's like, goddamn, do you, is this really your style, or is this a message that got embedded into you that you bought into? Being around people with money, they don't spend like that. That's why they got money still. <laughs> they don't spend like that. They they invest their money. They make investments. They don't consume. They're not consumers. Uh, the Mars and Pluto, that's that's, the, that's hitting on the Mercury tip because it's still Mercury has an element of, of business, negotiation, deals, finance, and all that tied to it too. And then with the Mars-Pluto energy that's still very much in play, <clears throat> I mentioned to y'all last week about the, uh, you know, we were talking about porn and everything last week. <laughs> Uh, because that's the, where this margin Pluto energy kind of touches on, like really touches on. And I, I heard some news, I read some news just a, a couple of days ago about a pedophile, an international pedophile ring, baby, getting busted up. And they said that that's just the uh, people on the outskirts. They busting them trying to get to the big dogs of the pedophile ring, children for sale, for sexual sale, baby. So I, I'm 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 hipping out to this game, energetic game, vibrational game, astrological game. So y'all can stay when I say stay on the right side of the energy, if I'm telling you that Mars governs our sexual energy. And I'm telling you you can choose to use your sexual energy for good instead of for BS, and you see the people who have chosen to use their sexual energy for BS getting busted, then what I'm telling you is that if you choose to use it for good, when I say good, I don't mean good and bad, good and evil. I don't even buy into that uh, paradigm. When I say good, I mean the highest vibration. The highest vibration of Mars is getting you up and doing something productive and constructive. 
You're not producing or constructing anything beneficial by having sex with a child, period. Only thing you're going to produce is a jail sentence, a prison term, okay? That's how you know. You know by the fruit. You know what you're doing is productive and constructive if the fruit is good, if the fruit benefits you, if the fruit puts you in a better position than you were before. That's how you know. Not because of no scripture, Bible, nothing, but by results. Right. So before we go any further, I definitely want to catch up with you guys. Call us on the 561. You're live on the air with your world here. Hi there. I'm a cancer rising, and I've been having a really rough few months. I mean, this is really, really intense. Um, so I'm <laughs> I'm trying to hang on. I just had a job interview because I've been out of work since March. Um, so and um, and I have a guy that's been harassing me, and I finally cut him off. Um, because he is, he's trying to say that I owe him money. I never borrowed anything from him. If anything, he owes me money, and he's trying to harass me, almost blackmail me. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah, a Sagittarius. You would think he, you would think he would know better. He's a Sagittarius, but I'm hoping that mm-hmm. my brother, I got a pop in the family. Hmm. I was just going to mention that you have to be vibrating high. That's that's what I've just been talking about, that it matters where you're hitting these frequencies on. You can be a Sag all day. If you're a low-vibe Sag, it ain't going to do you no good. Now, you said you're mm-hmm. a cancer, and your voice sounds real familiar. Have you called into the show before? What's your name? Lena. I'm a cancer rising with a, I'm a, cancer rising with a right. icy sun and an Aries moon. So I have a lot of cardinal in yeah. my, and yeah, I'm getting re- I mean, this this the past few months have been really rough. Uh, so I mean, I had to block them. You've got other people calling me. I mean, uh, this is borderline harassment. Um, I, everywhere I go, he's got people following me. Uh, I don't know what to do. do. You remember- I got a. Do you remember talking to me before, Lena? Yeah, I do. Okay, I thought so, yep. Um, and I remember some similar, not similar, it might be the same guy, but I remember some similar energies going on with you when we spoken before as well. Let me tell you this, Lena. Um, <clears throat> we're coming up on this eclipse season, and the energies are, with eclipses, the energies can be sent and felt definitely within a month of the eclipses, sometimes a little yeah. further out. And and they can linger on the other side of the eclipses by a month or so as well. So it's no small wonder, yeah. and you're not the only one, that these very strong, powerful energies that we're, we've been getting a taste of, just based on the energies I've been talking about already that, we've, that have been leading up to now, the mercurial energy, him harassing you, that's that it takes communication methods and movement to do stuff like that. The Martian Pluto influence of Pluto's real dark, Pluto's real obsessive, okay, on a low mm-hmm. vibration. And yeah. he said, and he's, he's a, a Sagittarius, and I'm telling you, 
He's a Scorpio yeah. rising with a Gemini moon. He's crazy. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. And so I'm telling you now that he's manifesting the lower vibrations of the very energy that he embodies. So that tells you something right there. And you may not want to hear this, but to the degree that you have dealings and remain connected to him vibrationally, um, it kind of puts you on a similar vibration as him, okay? And so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to drop this on you before I continue on with the show, and we'll have you can contact me so we can talk more in depth at a later time uh, this week. But <clears throat> with your Cancerian energy, this, we're in this Cancer season. The Cancer, uh, the Sun is still focused in the area of cancer right now and is activating that energy. So you have access uh, by way of your very own sun to a cardinal energy that allows you to initiate. Cardinal signs like Cancer, Aries, Libra, and Capricorn initiate. And so you're in a prime position to initiate, especially with your feelings, a new reality that doesn't have to consist of someone obsessively um, harassing you, okay? Obviously, you could, if, you're, if you're very concerned on a practical and mundane level, you can initiate a, a restraining order or something legally that would make him have to deal with consequences if he continues to choose to actively, you know, vibrate on this low level with you. He can vibrate low all day but it doesn't have to influence and impact your life in destructive and disturbing ways, okay? And then beyond the mundane and the practical wisdom that, you know, involves legalities, you can definitely, on an energetic and vibrational level, utilize those Cancerian feelings that are of a cardinal initiatory nature, and you can initiate something new in your own life, in your own mind, in your own awareness, in your own actions, and in your own energy that puts you in a space that doesn't include him or his influences, blocking his phone. That's, it's yeah, mundane, that's, but that's spiritual too. You know what I mean? That's spiritual and mundane at the same time because he can't even get to you. He can't even pop up on your phone, things of that nature. So. We can definitely go. That's very surface level. I only have just a couple of moments to talk with you right here on air. But don't hesitate to yeah. um, contact me for, to go deeper if you'd like to. I remember talking to you before, and I really appreciate you calling back in, Lena. Much love, much light, much success to you in this new season. And uh, hopefully before the eclipses hit, you can really get on top of this energy and feel more in control of your life and not at the mercy of someone who's clearly just having a rough time with his own life. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Stay connected. Thank you for listening, Lena. Bye-bye. Peace. All right. Thank you, Lena, for calling in. I'll go ahead and take another call since I'm taking calls right now, and we'll jump into the week ahead right after that, all right? Um, caller from the 708, you're live on the air with your world here, peace. Hi, um, I've never called the show before. It's okay, what's your name? 
uh, Patricia. Yes. Patricia, what's your sign? Uh, I'm a Capricorn. I was born um, on the 7th, January. Okay, cool. Nice to talk to you. Um, say your name one more time. I just couldn't hear you. Patricia. Patricia. All right, Patricia. What uh, brings you to Colleen today? Um, just the intensity of the time. And it's like I'm in a metamorphosis of um, energy and it's Um, it's almost like feeling like you hit the wall and it's not even a choice of change. It's just, mm-hmm. it's it's not a choice anymore. You just, you have to, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just been really intense and really powerful and I feel like I'm just plowing through things, you know, of, you know, being the one that's always been there to keeping my finger in the dike and making sure everything is okay and, you know, and the realization that, you know, I'm not getting taken care of. And too many selfish people mm-hmm. around And, yeah, it's been quite during a time. What was that last part you said? I said it's been extremely intense. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Once again, uh, just like when I was speaking to Lena, that it's, it's normal right now that things are so intense. You're not the only one. You're definitely not alone. Um you're a Capricorn as well, once again, just like uh, Lena uh, being a Cancer, that's a cardinal energy, okay? So things are, your life experience would be one where things are initiated through you. Um, one thing I mentioned while you were uh, speaking, it, it was bringing me to something I emailed my mama's babies describing about these difficult times, one of the things I said to them, I said, if anything is calling for your hard heart or smart work, which is all key words of Capricorn, by the way, if anything is calling for you to how you describe, you know, the plow, you mentioned something about the plow, and that kind of was reminiscent of this energy, I told them, to count it all joy, believe it or not. I told them to count it all joy. I told them to uh, consider it a, a wonderful, beautiful thing. I told them, I said, we are being thrown a lifeline, believe it or not, in the, that's coming in the form of these hard times right now. And I said that you will be glad that you started getting your hard, heart smart work out of the way ahead of time. And I'm, I'm, I'm recounting those sentiments to you because you're being called to initiate something here. 
you said that you've got people kind of the users, you know. It's the Capricorn motto is actually I use and I, I tend to associate that with them, uh, the Capricorns in my life that I know. But I see how you can be high vibrational with it. You don't have to use people and like leave bodies in your way. You can you can utilize the best of people and, and mobilize things around you. But what I, uh, you know, just if we went, if we were having a conversation, you know, we'd get really deep into some of the specifics of what's going on and some of the dynamics. But on a very surface level, I definitely want to encourage you to flip the script, especially if you're saying you're feeling used by other people. That's just the reversal of your very natural energy where you could be you know, getting the most out of this. And I want to encourage you in the same way, just like I encourage my mama's babies, to utilize the tough stuff that life is being made out of right now to fuel you in the coming weeks and months, okay? Because it, 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 it's not necessarily going to get easier, but the way you relate with the energy can absolutely get better and easier where you can begin to see these situations as opportunities to vibrate higher, opportunity for you specifically even as a Capricorn, for you to vibrate higher in this realm of how you use people versus you being used. What were you wanting to add? You know, my chart is set up that I'm half of my planets are in water, and I was I'm a um, a Cancer rising under a full moon, so I have that other part of me that is um, extreme sensitivity. Yeah, so it yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's been crazy, you know, gotcha. emotionally. And, gotcha. Um, You know we're in the time of a full moon in Capricorn, which is intense emotion. Because right. it's in Capricorn and you have your son there, clearly that would be affecting you intensely, emotionally. But it could be this very full moon in Capricorn. Full moons bring illumination. Full moons uh-huh. bring awareness that you could, amidst all this other prevailing and predominating energy that is the very opposite of this Capricorn energy, although both uh, cancer, water energy, as well as Capricorn earth energy are both very receptive. But once again, Capricorn, well, they're both um, cardinal energy, but the, the, the sensitivity of the time that we're in right now is shedding a light fully on your sun which is a masculine energy. It's our self-expression. It's our ego. It's our will. It's what we want. So there's that. That is being illuminated intensely and emotionally for you to shine a light on what you want versus what everybody else wants. You're saying people, you know, taking advantage, using you. Okay, and it's time to take a look at the other end of that spectrum, what you want mm-hmm. and how you can use what's going on to your highest good and advantage. Um, good luck with everything, and I encourage you to reach out to me directly for 
um, you know, some more specific, specific and detailed um, consultation if you so desire, okay? Thanks so much for calling right. in, Patricia. I'm sending you lots of love, I, all right? I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. All right, y'all. Wow. Yeah, that's what I was, you know, I, I had read that little snippet from the email I sent out to my mama's babies earlier this rising, um, and it was just like, or yesterday rising, actually. And that's, that's been par for the course. That's, that's, that's what we're, that's what I was mentioning two weeks ago where it's not going to necessarily let up. That's why I was admonishing them to count it all joy if you're getting in on that very intense energy now because you're going to be ahead of the game, especially if you're getting in on it now and learning along with me and my mama's babies how to heal these lower vibrations. That's why I have to go ahead and mention Selena you, you may not want to hear this, but you kind of got to be on that vibration to be dealing with that. I've dealt with similar energies like that before, and I had to make a choice. I can keep dealing with people who put me in positions where I have to be afraid, where I have to be harassed, where I have to be, you know, mistreated, or I can choose. That's why you, you'll constantly hear me using words like decide and choose because we're not victims. We're not at the mercy of these energies. Yeah, Mars is opposite Pluto. You know, does that mean we have to manifest some old pedophile, sexually deviant BS? Or does that mean we can use our good sexual energy, our kundalini energy, our, the very energy that it takes for us to do anything physically? and put some Pluto power on it, transformative power on it, and really begin to produce and construct some results that we want to see, that we want to be a part of, that we want to enjoy. Once you begin to recognize these things in your life as energies, I present them to you through astrological terminology like planets, Mars, Pluto, Venus, and, and squares and trines, challenges and gifts and signs like Capricorn, hard work and, and cancer feelings and nurturing ourselves, I bring them to you in astrological terms because that is the way when it was introduced to me that it all began to start making perfect sense, perfect sense in ways that I didn't get that when I was going to church every Sunday and Wednesday. I wasn't getting it. I was being told to have faith and just pray about it. And that I, my brain and my body and my heart and my soul knew there was more, knew that there were answers, that I didn't just have to believe and have faith, but that could be proven and manifest in my everyday life. And that's what this terminology allows me to do, continue to do for myself. I haven't stopped. I was on this same radio station years ago now, listening to Anku and Tanika. <laughs> and I was like, what? Really? You, for real? 
<laughs> it's like that. And I began to apply the wisdom and the information, and it began to work for me consistently, without fail. Every time, every new moon, full moon cycle, we get one every month, like clockwork. I'm manifesting. I'm standing in a manifestation right now, and I'm. I, I manifested something so small today, but it was huge. It, they're, they're, they're always so huge to me because it continues just to prove over and over again. This is not a joke. This is not a game. This is not hoodie. This is not voodoo. This is, I do consider it to be magic. It's magic to me, but it's not out of reach. It's not intangible. If anybody listening to this show can do it. You do not have to subscribe to a philosophy. You do not have to join a, become a member of anything. You just have to begin to recognize these energies in yourself and around you in others and choose how you want to engage with the energy. That's it. Once again, using these key words like choose and decide. You cannot vibrate on low vibrational Mars and high vibrational Mars at the same time. Not possible. So if you choose, decide to vibrate on high vibrational Mars, you don't have and do something productive and constructive, you don't have to worry about getting in the fight. You don't have to worry about arguing and cussing somebody out. You don't have to worry about getting raped. It can't happen while you're vibrating on, hey, I'm going to get this checked off of my list of things to do today. I'm going to utilize my physical energy. I'm going to work out today. I'm at least going to go walking. I know it's hot. I'm at least going to walk around an indoor track. That way, low vibe Mars can't touch you because you on your high vibe Mars is, okay? I know I'm kind of driving it home here, but it's that important. Why is it that important? It's that important because y'all think the cause, this, this, is my, this is my season, y'all. I get two of them every year. It's two eclipse seasons every year. And every year at eclipse season, I get bombarded with requests. <laughs> I'm thankful for every one of them. That was not a complaint. That was just a testimony. Every single year since I started doing this, I noticed that the traffic of calls, the traffic of emails, the traffic of requests for eclipse packages, the traffic of requests for readings increases exponentially. <laughs> because Why? Because people don't know it's, it's energetic and astrological. They don't know to they don't know to relate it or correlate it to um, it's eclipse season. They don't know that. All they know is ish is hitting the fan. Just like Patricia says, the ish is intense. <laughs> That's eclipse energy, baby. It's intense. And you could say eclipse season is here now. 
like I said, give it a month on each end, on the front end of it, like where we are now, and on the back end of it where we'll be around September after it's all said and done. And so if you're you're taking advantage of, of a tenant that I've been touting for years now that this entire show is based on staying ahead to keep from having to get ahead, then you're going to be good. It's not about preventing stuff from happening. Stuff's going to come. It's going to happen. That's why you didn't hear me tell Lena or Patricia, you know, I, they, they wasn't getting no sympathy from me. Because if you've been a long-time listener of this show, you know I've been through the storm and the rain. And I didn't expect sympathy from anybody. And I've come to learn through my experience that sympathy is not required or needed. What is needed is a higher perspective. You'll begin to look at things like getting kicked out on your ass as a blessing in disguise instead of something to call up and complain about. That was not a shot to Lena or Patricia. That was an example of how once you get ahead of these energies and you get above and on top of these energies, you'll see them with new eyes. You'll see them with new eyes. You'll find out, you'll figure out that things aren't happening to you. They are happening for you. You won't ever know what you can get on top of and get ahead of unless the stuff happens. I didn't know I could look back at the person who kicked me out on my butt with a heart of thankfulness and and, and just appreciation in the moment I was getting kicked out. Thank God even then I didn't know why and I didn't know how, but even then I was thankful. Even then I was thankful. It, was a, it, it wasn't a forced thankfulness, but it didn't feel as comfortable as it does now. I'll admit that. Back then it was like, okay, I ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> and look, and no notice. I, I was just kicked out all of a sudden. No notice. No time to prepare, but my energy was prepared because thanks to Brother Ampu and different things that he constantly has going on that really drives home the point of gratitude and really drives home uh, other points that, you know, raise your vibration, I was at least energetically prepared. I was energetically prepared to the point where, hey, I already had certain stuff saved. I was able to put some stuff in storage real quick. Uh, I already had energetic currency built up with people in my life to where somebody just on no notice took me in while I got up, up back up on my feet from ground zero. I'm telling you all this because I want you to know that whatever you're going through, people using you, it happens. It happens every day. Patricia's not the first, she won't be the last. People harassing and obsessing, like in the case with Lena, it happens. It happened to me. It happens all the time. I'm here to tell you that 
It doesn't have to be a defining thing. It doesn't have to be a thread that weaves through your life. You can cut the thread and raise your vibration wherever you're at right now and choose a direction and a perspective that serves you. Once again, this is, this is happening for you. It's no small wonder that I emailed my mama's babies and said, count it all joy. I remember that scripture. I, I haven't been in church or picked up a Bible in forever, but I remember that scripture. It said, count it all joy when you fall into basically BS situations. Count it all joy when your life is falling apart. Because one truism that you ought to know by now is the pendulum swings both ways. What you think? What do you think I'm gonna end up? I'm standing inside of a blessing now. That's a far cry from being kicked out on the street. But where I? I'm not through. <laughs> oh, I was telling y'all I manifested. I was a uh, a relative of mine who went to New Orleans uh, for a festival here recently, and I was like, oh, just send me a picture <laughs> of a beignet. I just, I, I'll be able to taste it through the picture. Just send me a picture. Didn't get the picture of the beignet. Got plenty of pictures of food, but no beignet. I was like, dang it, I just want a beignet. I just want to imagine a beignet. Well, I, it was all happening in the midst of this cancer new moon season prior to the full moon. And here just a couple of few days after the full moon, I manifested an actual <laughs> an actual beignet. I was at a really, really nice um uh, dining facility, and it was just like, yes. <laughs> so um, my point in saying that was, first of all, we're still in full moon and Capricorn season, y'all. If you're manifesting intense emotional energy that you don't like, I'm going to tell you right now, a shift in perspective is going to change that almost instantaneously. Like magic, okay? You know, it's it, I can't go that deep while I'm on the air with one particular person, but I could have I could break that down for Patricia in 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 some ways that she's open to receiving that if if, if we were in a conversation, right? So you know, continue to look for manifestations leading up to July 23rd. I know once we hit the balsamic moon, I'm not looking at the calendar right now, but a few days before the 23rd we'll have a balsamic moon. And I wouldn't necessarily look for manifestations then. They tend not to, in my experience and observation, by the time the moon goes goes balsamic, which will be the 19th. Wednesday the 19th, next Wednesday the moon goes balsamic, and that just means that... We're in that final phase before we hit a new moon, the next new moon, which is going to be in Leo on the 23rd of July. So, yeah, around the 19th, you could probably stop looking for full moon and Capricorn manifestations because the balsamic moon is a, more of a resting moon. The moon is resting up, you know, getting ready to go new again. And so uh, it's more of this 12th house, Neptunian, Piscean, resting feel to it. 
But, yeah, I'm still manifesting stuff in this Capricorn season. And so that's just a really small material. I don't, I, when I'm manifesting now, when I'm working with the moon now, the moon phases and moon magic now, um, I'm really, especially now that this Mars Pluto got activated at this full moon in Capricorn, I want the big fish, baby. And it ain't no small wonder. I got, I got a, a preview of coming attractions when I heard that this pedophile ring got busted up. Y'all heard me last week. I'm not playing with none of these energies and entities that are low vibrational. <laughs> they messing with the wrong super Sagittarius, which is why you think I'm always talking about raising the vibration. That's what Sag do. That's why when Lena said about fooling with a Sag that's doing all this dumb stuff, I'm like, mm, he might be a Sag, baby, but he on them low vibes. I guarantee you. And you can't be low vibe on one thing and not low vibe on everything. So you know, some people they they play with they play with devils. They think that some people are drawn to drama. They play with devils. They 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 might complain about it, but they still playing with them. What they tell you? I don't play with devils. I blast them. I I I do I do work. I put in work, and then I hear international pedophile rings getting busted up. That's that's what I'm. That's the type of stuff I'm manifesting these days. Beignets are cool, you know. They were good. They were delicious. <laughs> I was glad I manifested them since I couldn't make it to New Orleans. But I'm I want the big fish. I want the big fish. Okay. And I'm not saying that because everybody else needs to want the big fish too. Maybe you need to start out with some beignets. <laughs> Maybe you need to start out manifesting a new place to stay if where you're at is not conducive to your overall health and well-being. I did that too. <clears throat> so let's keep going. We're going to jump into some energies coming up in the week ahead. Uh, I definitely <laughs> did a tarot pull, baby, because the cards don't lie. I didn't do them for every sign this time, but I did ask the cards to show us the energies as we wind down with this waning moon, waning full moon in Capricorn, waning Cancer moon, uh, sun in Cancer season or new moon season. I just wanted to know, you know, what we need to know to wind down successfully. Why? Because it matters how we wind this season down going into eclipse season, going into Leo new moon season. We're going to have two of them, y'all, a Leo new moon on the 23rd of July and a Leo solar new moon eclipse on August 21st. Leo is ruled by the sun. Why do you think I titled the show the way I did? Leo is ruled by the sun, fire energy. And and guess what some of the key words for Leo are? Fun, enjoyment, romance, loving with an open heart, games, children, your our inner child. But guess what? Y'all heard Lena say the type of sad she's fooling with. Ain't no sad keywords. High vibrational. 
dealing with no obsessive BS. So that lets you know that, yeah, Leo is all these beautiful, wonderful things, but if you're not vibing high, you're not going to experience that. You're going to experience the low manifestations of Leo. Egotism. <clears throat> uh, stinginess. Baby, if you ever met a stingy Leo, it will, like, you'll, you'll cut your pearls. Like, a stingy Leo? What the? F- a Leo that's not enjoying their life or having fun? I know a couple. It's a sad sight to see. The very sign of fun, and they not having none. The very sign of ego and getting what you want, and you ain't getting nothing you want. So that's going to determine whatever vibration you're on. It's, it's something, you have to practice it. You don't just get there overnight, and I'm, I don't just get there because I'm a super Sagittarius. I could be vibing low on Sag if I wanted to. Self-righteous, thinking I know everything, refuse to humble myself. It's a humbling thing to get kicked out on your butt, looking crazy. But it, it serves us. That's why I say it's happening. It's not happening to us. It's happening for us. I needed to get kicked out on my butt. All right, let's go. In the week ahead, we've got, we start the week out with the quarter moon, y'all. That's a trip. Why? Because when, just like when Patricia was talking about changes, these these quarter moons, they signify shifts. And this quarter moon is going to be in Aries, another cardinal sign. The sun is going to be in cardinal Cancer. The moon is going to be in cardinal Aries. And so the moon, signifying the mood or what will emotionally satisfy us, what we'll crave or feel like we need at this quarter moon in Aries, is going to be to do something. Aries is ruled by Mars, the very energy I've been mentioning to you over and over so far today that governs the physical actions that we take, our sexual energy, and what we choose to do with it. So I'm here to tell you now, Sunday, let me give you the exact time so you can be preparing your energy for it in advance. It's going to be at 2.26 p.m. on Sunday, July the 16th. We are covering the week ahead, Sunday, July 16th through Saturday the 22nd, okay? And leading up to this time, you know, energies get stronger as they head towards exactness. So leading up to Sunday afternoon, we're going to have an increasing feeling like we need to do something. What do we need to do? It's going to have a lot to do with how we feel, I can tell you that, because the sun will still be in cancer. And cancer talks about what we're feeling, okay? It also talks about needs. Once again, cancer is ruled by the moon. And so there's an element of needing, feeling, and doing that are coming to a head signifying a time of change. When we have a quarter moon, you can say, when you hear quarter, you can say corner. 
turning a corner, making a change, making an adjustment. Something could, it's signified, Catherine Astrology calls it a crisis of consciousness. Something could happen that could feel like a energetic crisis. It's not, it, likely it never is like a crisis crisis, like, you know, the earth shaking or quaking or something. But it's usually just like an awareness in our consciousness that something's got to change. Patricia was hitting on it. That's that cardinal energy that she's bringing all through her chart, Capricorn Cancer, the sun in Cancer on Sunday afternoon, and the moon in Aries, another cardinal sign. Something's got to change, and likely we are going to have to initiate it. Sit around and wait on change, or you can initiate it. See, when you sit around and wait on it, you're at the mercy of what's coming. You just got to sit and wait. Brace yourself. But if you initiate the change, like this season of cardinal energy is inspiring us to do, then you get to, all right, I'm going to use my key words again, you get to choose, you get to decide, how do you want it, how do you feel? Aries is a fearless energy. The moon will be in Aries. Cancer is a compassionate energy. Cancer holds the mother and the breath. It's a nurturing energy. So when you combine these energies at the time of this quarter moon and Aries we've got coming up to start our week off next week, we're being invited to initiate and put into motion what we feel. We're getting this whole, we have the new moon in Cancer, that's sun and moon together in Cancer, okay? We had a quarter moon in Libra, that was the sun in Cancer, moon in Libra. We had a full moon in Capricorn, that's the sun in Cancer and the moon in Capricorn. And now we're rounding it out with a quarter moon in Aries, that's the sun in Cancer and the moon in Aries. And so on our way out of this Cancer and moon season, we're being given this final opportunity to turn an energetic corner in regard specifically. If you notice, every time I gave you a combination, I said the sun is in cancer and the moon was wherever else it was in another cardinal sign. The sun and cancer energy is the key. The moon in Aries is just the vehicle to get you where you're trying to go. See, we're setting the tone. We're charging up this area of space while the sun is here until the sun comes back here next year. It's going to be another year before the sun is in cancer again. It's going to be another year before we get the help of the sun, focused energy in this area of space to help us feel how we feel. And so moon, quarter moon in Aries is this final kind of last-ditch opportunity for you to make a shift, make an adjustment, turn a corner in how you can allow your feelings to work for you 
instead of being at the mercy of, oh, this happened and I feel this way, and this happened and it made me feel this way, and I feel this way, and I feel this way, taking the initiative, taking charge and control over our feelings is the, the order of the day, and it will be the order of the day here at this quarter moon in Aries. The fact that Aries is ruled by Mars means you're going to have to do something. This quarter moon in Aries is not going to be about philosophizing. philosophizing. It's not going to be about, you know, talking about what you want to do or even writing it down. And I know that's still doing something. I've mentioned that before, that that is considered an action when you're writing something down. But this quarter moon is going to be aligned with Uranus, which is in Aries also, along with this quarter moon. And it's going to be aligned with Mars by way of a challenging square, the very ruler of Aries. Uranus in Aries, Mars the ruler of Aries, squaring it, okay? So I'm here to tell you, you're going to have to do something. (laughs) You're going to have to put into motion some action that put you more in control and in charge of how you feel instead of at the mercy of how others feel. You see, the people around Lena right now, or at least the person that she mentioned here on her call, they're feeling some type of way, right? And so if Lena doesn't figure out how to get on top of and in control of how she feels, she continue to be at the mercy of how someone else feels. In the instance of Patricia, feeling used by people, she's at the mercy, she potentially feels, I can't speak for her, but from what I gather from her call, she's feeling a type of way about how other people you know, are feeling around her and how their feelings are influencing her to the point where she would even feel used as a result. People can feel like using you all day, but if you get on top of and in control of and this initiatory energy, this cardinal energy is giving us the opportunity to charge up and you get back into the driver's seat and you tell everybody else they got to get the hell out and walk <laughs> or call a damn cab, it ain't, you're not worried about it. But no more free rides here, buddy. You can't use somebody that won't allow you to use them. Try it now. Lock the doors. You can't even get in this car to, to get a free ride out of me. You're going to have to break in. And I got, I got that, hey, I got something for that too. We're not victims, y'all. We're not victims. And here comes this quarter moon to start our week off to say, guess what? Okay, Uranus is in Aries. We got a quarter moon in Aries. Could be some Uranus is talking about, you know, expecting the unexpected, things that are kind of beyond your control when Uranus comes around because it's like Uranus governs lightning. Can you really control lightning? Probably not. You don't know when or where it's going to strike. You just hope you you on another vibration that it ain't on. <laughs> if you're vibing high on the Uranus frequency, you ain't got to worry about that. Vibing high on the Uranus frequency 
it allows for the unexpected. I was mentioning to a mama's baby earlier today that's dealing with this energy in their full moon and Capricorn chart right now. Stay flexible. Stay flexible. That's how you deal with unexpected things. You just stay flexible. No, you you can't control if this pop up on you or if this come out of nowhere on you. But guess what? You get you get your, you know, matrix on and you go with that flow, hey, bam, bullet go right by you, bam, go right by you. Because you flowing. Uh, sunny and unexpected don't bother you. Because you, whatever comes, you you ready, energetically. Get kicked out, cool. Where to next? <laughs> and so that energy is going to be prevalent here at the first quarter moon at the beginning of our week ahead as well as the margin energy because it's in Aries, but also because there's a challenging square from the first quarter moon to Mars in uh, Cancer. And so... The, the this energy is being kind of reiterated. Do Mars do something? But to vibe, make sure it's something productive and constructive. When I say do something, I don't mean clock somebody and they left out. I mean it may, it may you may think that's going to satisfy that Marsian energy, and it will. But it's not. Pretty. It's very destructive to clock somebody in the eye. It, it's very destructive to end up you know, in jail when you could have vibrated higher on that margin energy, which is very masculine. Mars is masculine and it's fiery. Mars is the leader and it can stand alone. So you may earlier in the week, starting out on Sunday, you know, leading up to Sunday, this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, maybe include Monday, you may want to go it alone, you know. If you if you prone to vibing low on some margin energy until you learn, like I said, you got to practice raising your vibration. So until you get good at it, when you see something like this, where you got this sudden and unexpected element, like some unexpected ish could pop off Sunday or leading up to it, it could happen. The the stars are aligned for that to happen. And if you know that in those types of situations. You could you, your past your history is such that you could go low vibe on it. You may want to minimize your contact socially with others. You know, instead you can get your margin energy out in a productive and constructive way. You could go on a hike. You could do something that gets your heart rate up. That's what Mars likes that heart rate, pump blood, fire, blood, Mars, same thing. Mars governs the blood, okay? Get that blood pumping. Not because you fought. <laughs> and you, your fight might not be, your fight doesn't have to be physical, including somebody else. Your fight could be fighting to, you know, stay on top of your good energy and making sure you put it to good, productive, constructive use. You're going to have a plethora of energy. That's off the rip. I'm here to tell you now, that's going to happen. What you do with it is going to be the key. Also, cooling yourself, cooling that fire. If you're not, once again, if you have to be around some people, you don't have a choice. You got to be around people uh, this Sunday or this Saturday. You just can't get around it. Then your your um, 
solution is going to be to cool yourself, okay? You're going to want to stay hydrated. That's going to help you. You may not put it two and two together that way. I'm here to tell you it's going to help. You may want to take a cooler shower. You may want to soak in a tub, you know, something. You may want to go to a body of water, you know. It may help you if you got, let's just say you have a family get-together and you already know cousin such-and-so and Amy or uncle such-and-so, they, you know, they, they come with the fly mouth. They, they come into the dough with the fly mouth. You can't even get in good and set your stuff down, and they come in with that fly is provoking. And tag, low vibrational Mars, mind you. All keywords for low vibrational Mars argumentative, trying to pick a fight. You may want to go to the water before you go. Just go to your local lake, river. If you blitz enough to live by the beach, the ocean, you know, go do your little meditation, chill out, and be prepared. That's that's what astrology is good for, y'all, because you know ahead of time what's coming. This has been on the the first quarter moon in Aries has been on the calendar. I'm just bringing it to y'all a week in advance, but I can tell you ten years from now what's what's what what alignments are going to occur, and in between now and ten years from now, it won't change. It's going to be that, period. That's the beauty of astrology. That's the beauty of astrology, okay? And it's not hooky-spooky. It's just math and science. Math and science that is used to describe spiritual things. All is spiritual. Everything is spiritual. My phone, my computer, my jewelry, not because I say so, but because everything is vibrating on an energetic frequency. I didn't make it up. I didn't say it had to be that way. It just is. And I'm telling you, I'm sharing with you, I'm suggesting to you how to interact with these energies of everyday things and see the spirituality in them so you can utilize them to your highest good and for the highest good of everybody involved, okay? On Sunday night, <clears throat> 9, 19 p.m. Central, for nearly three hours, okay, the moon's going to go void. It's going to conjunct Uranus, um, and it's going to go void. And so... That's later at night. Um, if anything, it's probably just going to be a chill, low-key night. Um, if anything does pop off late night Sunday, like nothing will come of it, right? 12.04 a.m. Central, the moon enters Taurus. And so we're coming off, we'll be coming off of this quarter moon energy. By this time, uh, when you rise up on Monday, likely the quarter moon energy will have been sensed or felt by you by that point, right? It's not going to be like, oh, Monday, something's going to pop off. It will, whatever was going to shift for you, whatever communication from spirit and by way of circumstances and events and people in your life that was going to cause you to shift your energy as we wind down this final quarter of the new moon and cancer season, it likely would have already occurred, okay? 
So when you rise up on Monday, the moon, as of 12.04 a.m. Central, would have entered Taurus. So you're going to rise up on Monday with this moon and Taurus energy prevailing, right? So that's going to bring a sense of comfort and peace and serenity and security, okay? Taurus is, uh, the moon is at home in Taurus. Okay, I know I told you earlier, even in this show, that the moon governs cancer, and it does. But the moon is exhausted, it's the astrological term, exaltation or detriment. The moon is exhausted in Taurus. That means it feels at home here. Venus rules Taurus, but the moon feels at home in Taurus, okay? <clears throat> we feel uh, Taurus is a fixed energy, right? So you have this Aries energy where it's like, boom, 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 I'm ready to go, I'm ready to do something, I'm ready to, you know, I got this energy, I need to direct it in productive and constructive ways, and then bam, you go from that Aries energy to Taurus. <laughs> and it's like, okay, don't stop all your productive and constructive energy and what you're doing with it, but slow down a little, okay? So when we rise up on Monday, there's going to be this sense of a relaxing energy, uh, almost a resistance to change, you know, you're kind of like whatever you got started in this Aries energy, whatever the quarter moon in Aries, whatever change it initiated for you, jump started for you, whatever corner you turned, Taurus moon is going to be the energy to kind of sink into that change into those changes, whatever changes you were inclined to initiate make, right? So this is the moon, while uh, the moon's in Taurus starting on Monday, um, anything dealing with your personal possessions, um, any, Taurus is an earth sign, so the earth sign's all about tangible things, it's not water, emotions, you can't touch an emotion, it's not air, a thought, you can't touch a thought. It's not uh, fire, passion. You know, you can't touch passion. Uh, you can touch passion at least. Uh, but earth energy like Taurus is the, the, and then Taurus governs the five physical senses. So when you're talking about taste, touch, sight, smell, and hearing, this is the energy where we're going to be emotionally satisfied and we're going to crave these types of things to bring us our peace to bring us our comfort, to bring us our serenity and our security, okay? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be these things that make us feel constant, and we're going to slow down enough to enjoy them, okay? Um, music, like I said, the, the senses, music, things you can see, you may be, it may satisfy you emotionally to redecorate your house or a room or, you know, um, any action. Earth signs also talk about actions that yield material, physical, you can see, taste, touch, smell, the results, right? Solid results. Uh, anything financial, any financial activities here uh, after, as of Monday and all week of is, we're going to be satisfied to deal with those, okay? <clears throat> Taurus, once again, it wants to enjoy and languish in everything. So this is the energy where, you know, you pick up the shoes and you go barefoot and you soak up the sun and you're mellow and, and, and all these things 
mellow you out and calm you down. You're able to sink into the moment and enjoy the delights of the five senses at this time. So, you know, I would watch it. Taurus is governed by Venus and low vibration Venus. Once again, if you're not vibing high, period, then you're you're bound to hit some of these low vibes. And low vibes Venus is going to be, you know, overindulging. Okay, I'm just I'm telling you now, it's going to be you're going to be satisfied to. Uh, indulge your five senses. So, yeah, the odds of you, like, overeating or emotionally eating during this time is going to be higher than usual, Um, especially if you're already prone to doing that. So, um, you know, at least if you're going to do that, you know, make it something that is is beneficial for you. Don't overindulge on ice cream. This would be a good time to get up in the kitchen you know, and, and, and do a homemade ice cream where you can control what's in it and you can make it good for you, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I'm throwing stuff out there. Um, this is a good energy. If you take want to take a nap, you may, you know, indulge that way and calm and relax and soothe yourself in those ways. Venus, wherever Venus comes to, it brings the comfort and it brings the ease. That's what I'm talking about. Take being barefoot, languishing in the sun. This is learning Taurus, okay? Um, anything physical is going to be good to do. I'm telling you what, what good things there are to do, what beneficial things there are to do, so you don't have to worry about the low vibes, right? You can do massages under a Taurus moon, and that's perfect. You know, baking, cooking, gardening, aromatherapy, you know, sound therapy, um, stretching, especially the neck, or through the neck, okay? And then try, like I said, trying new concoctions or dishes or cocktails or fruits, okay? That's going to be very satisfactory to this energy. Um, some celebrities born with their moon in Taurus, uh, Kobe Bryant, Diana Ross, Floyd Mayweather Jr., Lisa Bonet, Jamie Foxx, Chris Brown, Kelly Rowland, and Corinne Williams. So um, Taurus, uh, Venus that rules Taurus is about the senses, but it's also about finances and possessions. So don't forget about that either. It could be very satisfying to tend to those types of things as well. Monday, rising, 9.33 a.m. Central, Y'all listen up. We've got Venus and Gemini at 14 degrees, wearing Neptune and Pisces at 14 degrees, okay? The last time this occurred was October the 25th of last year, 2016, and it's going to happen again this year, December the 10th of 2017. But uh, here coming up in the week ahead, July 17th, it's occurring, and it's, it's one to look out for. Now, I'll tell you now, I'll kind of jump ahead. Additionally, here in the week ahead, Venus is not only squaring Neptune but on, on Monday, but on Tuesday, the all, this is the, uh, one of the alignments of all alignments. Um, Venus can jump Jupiter pretty good. Venus trying Jupiter at 309 Central on Tuesday the 18th in the week ahead is another pretty enviable alignment. You got Venus. I just told you all it governs, um, you know, finances and also relationships of all kinds um, that rules Taurus, that also rules Libra. So 
but it's in a trine, which is a gift of the most harmonious aspect to Jupiter. You've got Venus, the lesser benefic, and you've got Jupiter, the great benefic. Okay, Jupiter ruling abundance and lust and expansion and growth. It expands whatever it touches. And so the fact that it's going to be touching Venus is great. Once again, where you're vibing is going to count because as easy and effortless, as much of a gift and a flowing try that's um, connecting the great benefic to the lesser benefic, if you're vibrating on low vibrational Venus, it's going to be just as easy to expand that. So when I'm telling you in the week ahead, vibrating low on Venus, which can manifest as overeating, overindulging, over um, indulging in any way. I told you it governs the finances as well as the social aspect. So, you know, and, and it, low vibrational Venus can also manifest as like Venus. And so Jupiter trining Venus could expand that. <laughs> so you real lazy. You have the potential to be really lazy. You have the potential potential to not only overindulge, but really overindulge in our week ahead. And I'm about to break down this Venus, the same Venus that's trining Jupiter. Before you get the Jupiter trine on Tuesday, you got the Neptune square on Monday. So you got to keep that in. This is not happening in a vacuum. It's not like, okay, Monday Venus squares Neptune, cut. Tuesday, Venus trines Jupiter. Cut. No. Monday, Venus squares Neptune, and at the same time, Venus is trining Jupiter. So I'm, I'm mentioning that so you can keep that in mind as I break down these energies so you'll know how to recognize them when you see them in yourself and in others. So with Venus, relationships of all kinds, social, and finances, anything we value, anything we value. It doesn't have to be money. It could be the possession, whatever we value. It could be food, whatever we value. When Venus is squaring Neptune like it will be Monday, rising in the week ahead, exactly. Neptune, you've got to think about when you're dealing with Neptune, the potential for disillusionment, the potential for illusion, the potential for deception, the potential for I'm trying to think of some more uh, confusion, okay, because that doesn't have to involve anybody deceiving you. You can deceive your own self and be confused. And so Venus, the relationships and the finances are the things that we value in combination and a challenging combination at that to this energy if it's not manifesting or if we're not vibrating high enough to manifest the higher vibrations of Neptune. Yeah, it can come. Somebody could, this is the energy where somebody could get you. They could get you for some money. They could swindle you out for money. You trust the wrong group. Venus, the social, the relationship, you trust the wrong person, 
that you meet or even have already met. You may not meet them next week. You may already know this person. And you have a load. That's why it matters. You got to be willing to kick some people out your car and tell them to catch a cab. I know y'all don't have people riding with you. I did too. I had people ride, I was riding with for years, and they've been showing me who they were, and I just, you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. You want to give them a, a higher vibration than they're on. And in our week ahead, that's going to be a very dangerous thing to do. You can't give nobody enough. You can't give them enough. For all intents and purposes, Venus is squaring Neptune right now. Venus is in Gemini right now. Neptune is in Pisces right now. So leading, going into the week ahead, it's just going to be a stronger potential as it gets closer to exact, okay? And so this is uh, an energy where also uh, Venus, um, and I'm, I'm telling y'all how to manifest these uh, on a higher vibration because that's going to help you too. You don't have to be scared of getting taken or swindled or got if you know that you know that you vibrating high on your Venus, right? And so high vibrational Venus is also appreciation, especially of the self, especially of the self because it's right there, uh, Venus, at least the Taurus aspect of Venus is right there by Aries that's talking about the self. And even when you're talking about the Libra vibration of Taurus, Taurus uh, Venus was Taurus and Libra, and when it's in Taurus, it's right by Aries, which is talking about the self. But when it's in Libra, that is the very sign of others. That is the very sign of relationships and especially communication within these relationships, Okay. So I really don't care which one you're talking about. We're talking about Venus that governs both of them, and I'm telling you all high vibrational Venus is appreciation. Appreciation for what you already got. If you ain't steady wanting 85,000 things, you ain't got to worry about nobody hustling or swindling you. You got everything you need. You appreciate everything you already have. I'm not telling you all not to want stuff, clearly. I'm telling you all how to vibrate high on this Venus. One of the things that's going to make you wide open and susceptible to getting taken and had is feeling insecure, feelings of insecurity, not being good enough. Um, you don't have, I need this to make me feel good about myself. You know, I need, I need this person. I need this thing, this possession. Venus is appreciation for what you already have, for what you already are. If you have a poor self-image, you, you, you are sitting duck for somebody to take you, for somebody to get over on you. Oh, you, letting pe- you steady letting people take you on. You take getting taken for a ride. You think you're riding people around, but you're the one getting taken on a ride because you think, oh, well, if I give these people a ride, they'll like me and they'll think I'm cool and, you know, no. Nah. I, uh, one of the girls I follow on YouTube, uh, she does, she's heavy in the makeup and stuff. And she said, baby, she, she does these vlogs, video blogs. And she said that uh, she had let, 
she had went out and let these people uh, ride in her car. She thought she said, well, I was just being nice and they needed a ride home and all this stuff. And they stole money, all the money, out of her wallet. And she she was video blogging the next day. She said, I can't even be mad at myself. That's just a lesson for me. That's just a lesson for me. Trust me. If you're feeling good about yourself and you don't need that kind of validation, you'll feel secure enough to say, hey, they're going to get a ride. I don't have to ride them. They're going to get a People who are going to get over on people, they're looking for sitting ducks. In the week ahead, don't you be one. I'm not saying don't be kind. I'm not saying do kind gestures. I'm saying don't do kind gestures because you feel bad about yourself because that's low vibration, Venus, and it's going to make you a sitting duck. Um, It matters how you feel about yourself in the week ahead. That's going to be the difference between you being a sitting duck and between you uh, manifesting more of these higher vibrational aspects of Venus, okay? Um, You don't have to be somebody's doormat. You don't have to be susceptible to major disappointments or being taken advantage of. If If you're in relationship, it doesn't have to be romantic. If you're in any kind of relationship with anybody and it's already problematic and you already don't really trust them and you are, they've already kind of shown you who they are, you know, it's, it's going to be real prevalent in the week ahead. And you're going to have to be real confident and comfortable being it, high vibration of being it. You're going to have to be confident and comfortable and appreciative and know your worth and your value within yourself as, as a protection. That's going to be your protection. You, you, people, you know, want to know, well, how can I avoid this? Misestimate? You can't avoid shit. <laughs> but you can protect yourself by vibrant, breaking high. I do it every day. It, it, it can, it can, it's a different kind of lifestyle. I ain't going to lie. It's a different kind of lifestyle. Everybody can't ride in my car. <laughs> Everybody can't ride with me. It's a different kind of lifestyle, but I'm not, I ain't scared. I don't have to be scared of getting had or getting got. Poor self-esteem, lack of self-discipline, this is where low vibe Venus can get you, especially if you have these things that you do that feed and fuel your insecurities. Once again, you setting up with your tub of ice cream, because this is just what you do, because you don't feel good about yourself. This is what you do. It, it helps you feel, it, there's an illusion, we're talking about a square to Neptune, an illusion here. There's an illusion that that's going to make you feel better. It's only going to make you feel fatter, which is going to make you feel even worse about your self-image, right? That's where the illusion comes in, because it doesn't really help. So these things are, could come into play next week where uh, addiction to certain things, um, alcohol would, in the week ahead would be more likely to have a depressive influence. You know, you're not going to be drinking and probably feel good or partying. You're going to, in the week ahead, if you, you know, drink a little too much, it'll likely be because you're feeling bad 
and overdoing it in the week ahead is going to make you feel worse. Okay? Just a heads up. Um, if you do indulge in any type of, you know, drugs um, in the week ahead, this is an influence where you might get a bad batch. It's highly possible to get a bad batch. Uh, highly possible to overdose in the week ahead. Highly possible to get ripped off. They may cut. They may have cut a little too much into it and filled it up with a little too much of this other stuff that you don't know nothing about, and you have a reaction, a negative reaction. It can happen. If you were born with Venus or Neptune in your natal chart, uh, uh, like um, like uh, Tina Turner was, uh, Rihanna was born with this alignment, Whitney Houston. Um, Grace Jones, Vanessa L. Williams, the one that was Miss America, I think, um, Angela Bassett, and Tony Robbins, <clears throat> then this could potentially create difficulties uh, when it comes to your self-image and how you appreciate and love yourself as well as other people. Um, and over time, these people uh, hopefully are led and guided to take action, the correct uh, these those types of issues, okay? Um, loving, they, they these people at some point they they must realize how essential loving themselves is when it comes to having healthy social relationships, okay? And having a healthy relationship with themselves, these people can't be had. I'm not talking about the people specifically I named. I'm talking about us, people who have learned the essential nature of loving them ourselves, um, the, the, the vitalness of this is that important. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Neptune, you know, when it's squaring your Venus in your natal chart, it could, you know, show itself as a distorted self-image, Right. And so it's not really real. That's the Neptunian illusion. I was talking a few shows back about the girl in the documentary who was skin and bones. But the girl was like 86 pounds. And she looking in the mirror, pinching the skin, talking about she's fat. That's called a distorted self-image. It's not real. You made it up. You're deluding yourself. And so... High vibrational Venus, high vibrational Neptune is going to help. Okay, let me keep going. We don't have that much time left in the show. I'm not even tripping on it because um, obviously some higher messages needed to come through. Um, Mars, uh, Monday also, July the 17th, 8.37 p.m. Central, Mars at 28 degrees Cancer is squaring Uranus in 28 degrees Aries, okay? It happened last on October the 29th of 2016, last year, and it won't happen again until May 16th of 2018, okay? This is the only time this alignment's going to happen this year, so pay attention, listen up, make sure you charge this energy up on the highest vibration for sure. We're talking about Mars again here, squaring Uranus. This very Mars square Uranus that I mentioned to y'all, if you remember, when I was talking about the quarter moon in Aries, because the quarter moon is aligned with Uranus, and it's squaring Mars. So this is it. It's a, it. It gets exact on Monday night, right? 
So leading up to then, watch out for it. And what you're going to be watching out for is the same Mars and energy that wants to do something. You could be feeling restless in the week ahead. Like, that's why I'm saying get you something productive and constructive to do because you're going to want to do something. Make sure you're not sitting around with nothing to do. And you ain't got to worry about the bull. You're going to feel the impulse to take action. And when it's squaring Uranus, when Mars is squaring Uranus, you may not take a lot of time to consider the consequences of those actions, okay? So I'm telling you now, there's going to be a desire to assert your will. And that's why I was strongly suggesting at the quarter moon phase here on Sunday afternoon, you may want to go with more alone next week. I'm not saying don't be around people, duh. I'm saying cherish your time to yourself in the week ahead. And what you can get done, do something. What you can get done productively and constructively while you are. I'm not saying go sit in the corner and put your nose in it. I'm saying don't be so thirsty to be around people when everybody's going to be under this same influence and energy and everybody ain't vibrating high. So the best course of action would be, you know, to assert, especially with Uranus involved here, Mars squaring Uranus, and Uranus not just representing sudden change and unexpected events, but Uranus also represents our individuality. Our Uranus is like our fingerprint. Ain't nobody else got our fingerprint. That's Uranus. It's real unique. It's real outside of the box. You know what I mean? It's really sometimes key words you may see for Uranus is weird, right? We, we each have a weird fingerprint because it's the only one. It's unique. And so if you're not around, I will say this, as opposed to just making sure you kind of go it more alone, uh, more so than around other people. Once again, if you have to be around other people or just want to be around other people, make sure is people that appreciate your weirdness. <laughs> and your individuality, right? Make sure it's people you don't have to, that you're not dealing with trust issues with, right? Make sure it's people that you're not, they don't stay coming for you every time y'all are around each other, not in the week ahead, not in the week ahead. You're going to be the only one mad if you do, Right? Um, Mars square Uranus can, uh, you know, in the highest vibration, you can utilize this energy to be to do something uh, that leads to in creative breakthroughs, right? Inventive. That's Uranus. Uranus is this uh, energy of invention and breakthrough. And Mars brings the creativity, the fire, the drive, the passion, the energy. Uh, and Uranus also has a, a revitalizing quality to it. That's why Uranus rules electricity, right, and lightning. And so just think about the defibrillator. You you put that mud on somebody's chest, bam, and you can shock them back to life. 
So Uranus also has an invigorating quality to it and a revitalizing quality to it that when you're talking about Mars and Uranus in a challenging aspect and needing to vibrate higher on these energies in order not to have a catastrophic accident, um, then, you know, there's some options here for how to manifest this energy in ways that you can appreciate and, and benefit from. So find some area of your life where you can kind of, Uranus can be the rebel too. So find some area in your life where you can infuse this energy of, you know, saying the heck with the rules and, and having some fun and allowing yourself to go a little crazy and be a little erratic. Because this is, when Mars is square Uranus, it, once again, you're not going to go sit in a corner and do nothing. Like, this energy is going to give you the emphasis, and it's going, to, it's going to strike you to do something. And it may strike out of nowhere. That's why I'm glad I'm giving you all a week in advance to tell you about it. Because it could come up out of nowhere, just this impulse. I want to do something unique. <laughs> I want to do something weird. I want to do something sexual. Mars is sexual energy. And that's why I'm encouraging you to be around some people in the week ahead. Be around If you are going to be around some people, be around some people you can trust. Not people you know that be keeping that eye on you, that be giving you that side eye, be looking aside your head. Not them. Mm-mm. Not this week. <laughs> nope. Not them. Okay? People that appreciate your differences. They appreciate your weirdness. They let you make mistakes, you know, those people. And they nurture you. They nurture your weirdness. They nurture your rebellion, right? And they encourage you to find these creative outlets. So trust me, it's a for every kind of freak and every kind of weird and unique that you could be, it's somebody out there for you. I'll tell you right now, go to meetup.com, meetup.com. It's a certain kind, it's, it's some weirdos just like you, just like me. I'm weird too. <laughs> You're in good company, right? You're in this governs astrology. You've got to be weird to fool around with astrology, right? And I done found a whole bunch of weirdos just like me. So there's an outlet. There is a safe creative outlet for whatever in the week ahead you're getting the impulse to do. And I'm telling you now, especially with Mars being involved, it's Mars square year and it's still breaking down here. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you want to be on the right side of this energy. You can be on some low vibrational Mars square year and if you want to and be weird and freaky about some child porn or child pedophilia if you want to. And you're going to find out what that do. Or you can be on the hot side of some weird, freaky, unconventional, out-of-the-box stuff and, and meet up with some consenting adults. <laughs> Key word here, age of consent, adults. And, hell, it's, it's a, go for it. It's a free-for-all. Get, get in where you fit in. I'm 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 putting it this way so you can kind of see get a picture of 
scenarios and situations where you can get to that Mars where you're in this energy in and have a, and indulge your need for a creative breakthrough, indulge your need to, like, tear up the rules and be rebellious, indulge your need to reinvigorate and revitalize your personal life in whatever way you deem that you want to do that where you don't have to be destructive with it. You don't have to destroy a child's innocence, you know. You don't have to tear up Jack and end up in jail and still get your need met of of revitalizing your life, right? You could do it through a hobby. You're in this governance electronics and technology and, once again, astrology. You could do something that that is productive and constructive and works this square where it allows you to make some shifts, changes, and, and construct some things, build some things that you can be proud of instead of things you have to be ashamed of, right? Um, works of creative brilliance are possible under this influence, scientific breakthroughs. Be very careful. Be very careful. I just told you you're in this governance technology and electricity, right? Be very careful when you're dealing with anything mechanical in the week ahead. There's likely going to be more accidents next week, I'm here to tell you. When you're driving, when you're working with technology or electricity, be very careful. Everybody's not going to be vibrating high on this Mars where you're in it. Right? And so this is the energy where Uranus, sudden and unexpected, Mars, low vibrational Mars, accidents and bloodshed and fights. What's that sound like? That sounds like road rage. Don't play that game next week. If somebody cuts you off, instead of throwing up the bird, chunk them the deuce, throw them a peace sign, tell them to have a, ha- a nice day. <laughs> and and get make sure you get to point B safely and successfully. Don't don't worry about that. They on that low vibe mark where Uranus is and they probably looking for a fight. I just heard a story a week ago or two about the young black girl, I believe it was in Georgia, that got killed on some old dirty, dirt daubing, disgusting road rage BS. Okay? Now, if you were born with Mars Square Uranus in your chart like Bruno Mars was, Lord, Kelly Rowland, Ray Charles, Brandy Norwood, and Angela Bassett, then, you know, this is a influence that, you know, you, you, you come here with a lot of energy, creative energy, an abundance of energy, inventive energy, brilliant energy. Uranus is a genius energy as well. That's why there's inventions and astrology, right? Technology. And so, but this energy can also be dangerous if it's not directed. This this energy can manifest as really explosive. Watch out for explosions in the week ahead. You might hear news of explosions next week. Um, and of course, in people within people too, them exploding. That's what I'm saying. If somebody wants to cut you off, you just tell them Jesus loves them <laughs> and go on. And so um, these people tend not to be shy, you know. They're, they let their, they push their uniqueness and their electric energy out, 
right? The rebelliousness out. Um, Alana Smorissette also has this uh, alignment in her chart, and that characterizes her shows. You know, she's running and jumping all across the stage and flailing around, and her whole even, you know, her music, you know, uh, was real rebellious. You know, she was considered rebellious and stuff like that. So that's that energy in the week ahead. I'm at least going to get y'all to Wednesday before I let y'all go. So Tuesday, we got through Monday. It's just a lot going on in the week ahead. We're coming up on this eclipse energy, and it's a lot going on. We had two callers this week. I promise y'all, as we get closer and closer, at least if I do it during the day, if I do it at night, I think I'll be catching people while they dozing off. But, um, you know, the energy is just its an abundance of energy to deal with. So I'm here to tell y'all kind of how to stay on top of it and ahead of it, right? Tuesday, the 18th, 3 or 9 p.m. Central, that's that Venus trying Jupiter I was telling y'all about. So whatever's going on, especially in the context of your Venus relationship, social relationship, relationship with yourself, relationships with your possessions, relationships with your esteem, your self-esteem, your confidence, like the Venus Jupiter is just going to expand it. Now you ask yourself, this is when I tell you what I tell you about what energy you're vibrating on, you got to see it, it shows up when you see that, I'll just skip to it now, when you look at the celebrities, that were born with Venus Trine. Now, Venus Trine Jupiter is like one of the most coveted, enviable alignments to have in your chart. And these people have it. But you tell me, while one of the people that got it is the serial killer, John Wayne Gacy, and the dude that killed himself, Kurt Cobain, okay? But then you got Mark Zuckerberg, you got Aaliyah, Naomi Campbell, Kelly Rowland, James Brown, Ray Charles, and Louis Armstrong. All got the same alignment, but some people manifested it on a low vibe real easy. And some people manifested it on a higher vibration. Venus trying Jupiter in the week ahead is it's a really high, it can be really high vibrational, cheerful, hopeful optimistic, friendly, big-hearted, very social. Uh, it's the energy almost the opposite of the Venus square Neptune energy where we, you would be more open and trusting of friends and lovers, and that's why it's so easy. This is a great alignment if you're single to get out and mingle because it's going to be that much easier to attract somebody. But you better make sure you're vibrating high because it's going to be that much easier to attract some BS and some old low-down, sideways, deceptive, tricky, same thing. It's going to be easy either way. Manage your vibration and you can manage what is attracted to you. Venus talks about your point of attraction. That's why it matters. Venus is, that's why Venus is also about the self-esteem and the confidence. Because if, you, if you're single, ready to mingle, and you're needing validation, you're probably going to attract some trash. 
But if you're single and ready to mingle and you, all the validation you need, you already got it, then your life is going to manifest the higher vibrations of Neptune, which is spiritual, a soul, a spiritual bond with somebody that you can have a spiritual bond with, somebody that you can expand and grow and advance with, right? And so under the Venus Chine Jupiter energy, set your sights high, yes, by all means. Make social contact, by all means. You're, if you trust yourself, you don't have to worry about attracting people who are untrustworthy. If you continue to keep company, I keep thinking about our first caller today. If you continue to keep company with people you don't trust, you might you might get some low vibes folks that are obsessive, stalkerish, and harassing, right? So socializing in the week ahead is actually going to be favored. You, uh, once again, some key things to remember. Don't overdo it, right? Like have your fun, but don't overindulge because Jupiter is going to be expanding that easily and effortlessly. Have your fun. Have your bowl of ice cream. Don't have five bowls of ice cream, right? Have you a drink or two. Don't have ten, right? And if you're feeling good about yourself, you're not going to want to have cancer. If you're feeling good about yourself, you're not going to want five bowls of ice cream. These are, these are some things where you can kind of even just test your own self, right? You can, see, you can do the litmus test for your own self and see where you're at before you even put yourself out there to be attracting low vibrational people. Are you vibing high or low? And so this is a beautiful transit. I mean, it really is gifts, um, offers, compliments, um, luck and love, good fortune, luck and love, and finances. It's, it's an excellent energy to play the lotto under this is, you know. Um, investing. Investing is something powerful and positive to do. Uh, even if you are going to go shopping in the week ahead, you would uh, invest in things that are that are going to last and have higher value. Okay, um, it's a good a good um, energy to shop under because you're going to tend to have an eye for things that um, that are fashionable as well as valuable. Okay, um, and I already mentioned the celebrities that were born with that influence, people that were born under that. It may be in your natal chart. Um, if you want to know more about your natal chart, I got you. Just get at me. But this is one of the best to be born with, okay? And, of course, it depends on other things that would be impacting your Venus and your Jupiter and just how good this could play out into your life. But um, even if it was some other things challenging this aspect in your chart, just having Venus trying Jupiter in your chart would lessen the effect of the harder aspects that are connected to it, okay? So it's the overall good energy. Um, it increases, you know, your ability for self-love and self-respect and um, being loyal and honest, okay? 
genuine and charismatic, um, creative and adventurous. Jupiter is the adventurous part being explained to creativity. So Wednesday, we finally got to Wednesday, and if I have any time left, I'm going to mention to you all some of these um, energies with the cards that came up for the week ahead, okay? Um, July 19th, Wednesday at 1.11 a.m., there's that 1.11, the moon sextiles Mars and the moon and sends it into void status for just an hour and 20 minutes, so you'll likely be asleep already then, and it's not long enough to probably affect your sleep, so kind of a blip on the map, just something to note, right, if you happen to be up or out at that time. Um, At 2.31 a.m. on Wednesday, early rising, the moon enters Gemini. By the time we get back on the line, uh, on the air next week, the moon will be in Gemini. Gemini is ruled by Mercury. It'll be a Mercury day Wednesday, so the Mercury energy is going to be pop, pop, popping around this time when you rise up on Wednesday, okay? So... It never fails (laughs) on Wednesday, Mercury Rule Day, almost every week, but probably especially in the week where the moon's going to be in Gemini on a Wednesday, it almost never fails that I get some kind of message (laughs) out of the blue, out of nowhere, you know, from somebody I either haven't heard from or whatnot. So the the energy next Wednesday and for a couple of days while the moon's in Gemini is going to be really thick and strong for communication, for messages, for um, errands and being busy and emails and snail mail and thinking and learning and studying anything mental, okay, curiosity, you're going to be more curious and there's a restless nature to the Gemini moon, okay, but we're going to be satisfied by that. When the moon is actually in Gemini, we tend to be emotionally satisfied and craving um, this type of energy, so just know that you probably have more callers next week, you know, and people listening in and playing the show back. So um, any type of learning, any type of errands and, and writing and making connections and short trips are going to be favored. So you can kind of plan for that and around that. Once again, next week, the margin energy is going to be high. We'll be coming off of a quarter moon in Aries, which is ruled by Mars. We're going to have Mars squaring Uranus. That energy is going to be high. So once again, we're going to be wanting to do something, okay? And here around this time, starting around Wednesday, we're going to want to talk, probably talk about what we're doing or talk about what we're going to do or learn about stuff we want to do. So it's, it's going to be a mixed bag of this. But when you're talking about Mars or Mercury, you're talking about busy, you're talking about action, you're talking – it's the act. They're both really active. They're both really active, Mars and Mercury. So, you know, it's, once again, it's not really the week to kind of sit around with nothing to do. Plan to do something. Plan to do something productive. Plan to do something constructive. Plan to make the most out of this energy. Okay? Um, uh, Gemini rules children, uh, you know, plan to, you know, play with your children, do something with your children, talk to your children. Gemini rules siblings and other kind of relatives that you don't live with. So siblings, uncles, aunts, cousins, you can plan to get in contact with them, go out with them, hang out with them. Um, short distance travels, you know, shopping, errands, all that, put make 
put those errands more towards Wednesday, you know, and make it towards indulging this energy on a high vibration. Um, uh, Gemini is like, uh, it, it has wit and humor to it. So, you know, that's why it kind of governs the children and all that stuff, jokes. Like, make sure you're positioning yourself to be in a lighter mood if you can or set it up that way for the week ahead, okay? Um, reading, library, bookstore, flirting is so Gemini. Get your flirt on. Flirt, even if you're in a committed relationship, flirt with your partner next week, okay? So, um, uh, Barack Obama, Tina Turner, these all born with their moons in Gemini. Lamar Odom, Herbie Hancock, 50 Cent, Nellie, Maya, uh, George Foreman, Karuchi Tran, KRS-One, okay? Um, Wednesday afternoon, Mercury at 22 degrees Leo is in a trine, harmonious flow to Saturn at 22 degrees Sagittarius. This occurred last on May the 11th. It's already happened three times this year. This is the last time it's going to happen this year, and it won't happen again until May 18th of 2018. It's only going to happen twice next year. So because of the retrograde earlier, Mercury retrograde earlier in the year, it's happened quite a bit this year so far. So it should be an energy that's more familiar to you, and so it should be easier to kind of get and stay on top of this particular alignment, which is talking about... Um, you know, Saturn is a stabilizing influence. And I just got there telling you all Mercury and Mars are really active and busy. So Saturn is going to kind of bring the busyness of Mercury down so you can use it to study, so you can use it to catch up on your paperwork and build all the material things I just described, um, mail, paperwork, errands. Saturn's going to bring some stability to that. So that's excellent, especially while the moon's in Mercury rule Gemini. This is going to be perfect. So any work that needs sustained mental energy is going to be good. Concentration, attention to detail. It's going to be more neat. You're going to get things done on time, okay? You may not feel this while the moon's in Gemini and Mercury's shining Saturn. Saturn is like the parent. It's the heavy, Right? So it's slowing that activeness down. So where Mercury can be really sociable and flirty, I just got to telling you all that, describing Gemini, which is ruled by Mercury. Uh, while Mercury is shining Saturn, it may not be so much in that. It's not going to be a regular moon in Gemini because Mercury is going to be shining Saturn. Now, if you are having communications that, that need to be more serious, you know, business negotiations and dealings, this is perfect. Here in the week ahead, Wednesday is going to be a good day to get a deal done, perfect day to get a deal done. Um, even within the context of relationships, if you need to have a serious discussion, next Wednesday, Wednesday is going to be a really good time to do it, um, after, especially leading up to and right shortly after 2.16 p.m., okay, central time. And so Saturn also has a lasting influence. And so uh, this is, uh, you know, connections that you make, social connections, could be considered lasting and dependable, okay? Um, and then uh, Mercury with Saturn. Saturn governs, you know, elders and mentors and parents. So if, if you need to talk with some of these attorney and people in your life, 
this would be a good time. It is the trine that's flowing. It's a gift. It's beautiful, okay? Uh, Aliyah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Taraji P. Henson, all were born with Mercury trine pattern, and this tends to, if you have it in your chart, it, it tends to give you access to perseverance and persistence. Like I said, that Saturn influence gives you that sustaining and the diligent, concentrating energy. These people tend to have more common sense approaches to things in their lives because they can be methodical and they can concentrate. They like structure and stability and routine and make them feel grounded. They can be more reliable, right? And we can cut it off there. I know that, gosh, you know, Sun enters Leo is like kind of the, the topic of the show, and I'm getting you there. I just want you to get there. Like you heard the callers today, it's a lot of stuff trying to keep us from getting there. You have to live long enough to see Sun and Leah, right? Next Wednesday when we get back on the air, we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. But I'm just trying to get you there. And because there's a lot, as you can hear with the callers, and I know in your own lives there's just a lot going on. And so um, I'll close out with just a brief overview of the cards that came up, um, which were really beautiful. It just bodes well for our week um, our week ahead energetically because the overall card I pulled, I did a past, present, future spread, and the overall card was the Ten of Cups. So whatever is going on right now, Ten of Cups talks about the end of hostility. Ten of Cups talks about good fortune after difficulty. Y'all heard me read the email. I sent to the mamas a piece of the email and, and mentioned it to Patricia, the second caller. Count it all joy when you're dealing with hostility in other people and difficulty because guess what? That ten of cups going to pop up and say it's the end of that. This is that good fortune that comes after the difficulty. You have to go through the difficult stuff. You have to get kicked out on your butt so you could get here. And the Ten of Cups then talks about this glowing. Then you're going to glow, right? Then you're going to have long-term fulfillment and perpetual success and satisfaction. But you have to go through all of that first. It's Mars and Pisces, Ten of Cups. And I'm running out of time, y'all. The future is the Queen of Cups, self-love, and dealing with situations sensitively and peace and mother figures and spirituality and caring and supportive and loving energy, right? So I didn't have time to break the whole spread down, but I love you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Stay connected to Mama Dada Astrology and my astrology coach. And shout out to um, all the websites that contributed to the notes for today's show. Uh, I'll just mention those, um, com, Astro Yoga Love, Cafe Astrology, and the Dark Sixty Astrology. All right, until next week, stay connected. Get at, get at me for a quick special packages, okay? Peace.